It's Kirk and Callahan with Kirk Minahan and Jerry Callahan on Sports Radio WEEI. These kids are mature well beyond their, their chronological age. We have seen one game of a series. Okay, uh, you if you've know, watched you... NBA basketball over the years, you learn that Tell the me how first this... game in a, in a best-of-seven series means nothing. LeBron James sucked in this game yesterday. If anybody's going to tell me that he's going to continue to play like this for the next four, five, six, seven game, uh, six games, I would agree with you. I do not believe that's going you, to happen. It, it is... <clears throat> By the way, if you win game one in the postseason, uh, that is, I think you win 64% of the time, 66%. So it means, it does mean something. Of course. That's and, all. And, and I think it, you know, I think confidence matters. Maybe, maybe it doesn't matter to LeBron, but it matters to Tatum and Brown and, and Rozier. And the Celtics right now are feeling pretty good about themselves. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick. So I was downstairs getting my breakfast. And it's quite an odd scene down there. It was me, Dottie, our friend Dottie, who yes. we're going to miss in a few months. We are. And Governor Charlie Baker. Yeah. Waiting to get our food, and it was, I would say, icy between me and the uh, governor. Yeah, I was just talking to LB, and uh, he likes the governor, and I do too. I say, he seems like a nice guy. Like a good I Democrat, said, yeah. Kirk hates him. I don't, you said that? Yeah. Well, why, 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 this is not, you're going to position this this thing where it's my fault now. Well, it's not your fault, I don't what, care. What do you mean you like Charlie Baker? I don't. Well, where, where is that? Where have, yeah, you, where have you, you been real pro-Charlie Baker? I mean, I just say Boy, it seems like a, a nice guy. You're such a goddamn worm. Why? Going to AAF guys. Yeah, I, I, I like them, but you know, I'm, I'm, but Kirk doesn't like them. So tell said, him yeah. that. So that's perfect. Perfect. Who's going to tell him that? Well, the AAF people will. Definitely. That's why you do it. That, first of what, all, where, you where, where have you defended? Air. What have you defended Charlie Baker? I just said he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he does seem like a nice guy. You know, and you're right for a, for a Democrat. Yeah, but so what's One the difference? So where, so where are you and I different? Because you seem to hate him. I don't hate him. He's a fraud. I don't hate him. You don't? No, I, well, I don't even know him. But you, you don't like him. What am I missing here? No, what are you I, missing? He seems like a nice enough guy. You, you lash out at him every time his name comes up. Boy, again, when he does stuff like when police got, when police officers get killed, and they don't do anything about it. And that that fisherman thing is ridiculous. I criticize. That was him. a long time ago. The police the officers fisherman. just killed the fisherman thing. Yeah, okay, fine. But the police officer was just killed. Right. And they've done nothing about protecting the people from this. Well, it keeps the governor of the state. He's in charge. When this stuff happens time and time again, he gets his ass kissed all the time. Once in a while, I have to face He's the criticism. most popular governor in the country. I know, but I don't even know what that means. What it's just that polling. Mean? Right. Just, I, was, I, I don't even know how that could be possible. How could a Republican be the most more, popular governor? Because he's not a Republican. Right, but still. He's more know. popular than the Republican governor of Mississippi? In Mississippi? I don't know. That just came out the other day. There was it wasn't another, the other day, but the, the, yeah. No, I saw, there was a new one the oh, other day. One? There's a new poll. What does that mean? The most popular governor within his own state? Yes. His oh, highest polling in Massachusetts what's is his, higher than other What's other his favorability states? rating in Massachusetts? I'll check right now. But it's a good point. Like the governor of Texas, <clears throat> Abbott, I don't know. Yeah, governor of Mississippi, right. who are real Republicans in Republican states, aren't as popular as Baker? That's, a, that's what I mean. Like, he has what? a 71% approval rating that's the highest in the country. The second highest is Larry Hogan in Maryland. Really? Okay. 68%. What's like Mississippi or Texas? Some you know, yeah, true knows? red state. <clears throat> anyway, it was it was... Surprisingly icy, I thought. Because I don't really have an issue with the guy. You you've destroyed him on the air. But you've been with me every time. Yes, yeah, so you just so, I stick up so, for him. When I don't know. That's what I'm saying. So when you say the LBO, but, but man, as hates usual. him, and I like him, but Kirk hates him. Like what? What is that? Born I just said from? he seems like a nice guy. He does seem like a nice guy. Like we had him on the radiothon. Very nice guy. Very nice guy. Yeah, but, but you we, have this 
you know, this real animosity toward him. Towards I don't think that's uh, Marty. Marty Walsh is different. But I don't have any. I don't have any it's similar to me. The, no, no, you, I don't. You, I don't like Marty Walsh. A Baker, I have no issue with. But do you I like think Marty him? Walsh would like us to not be here anymore. Do you Baker like care. Baker? He seems like a perfectly nice guy. I don't know him. Do you? No. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know anybody. Right, but I understand. I don't even know you. I don't know what compel you to say that to. First of all, the LB anyway. Just LB. I don't want like to talk to anybody anyway in the hall. I, LB was telling us how much he loves our show. Telling Good. me I appreciate how much that. he loves our show. And Great. he said, we got Baker coming in. Huh? And they just started talking about how much he likes Baker. He seems like a very nice guy. I yeah. said, you're, you're going to be fishermen. That's weird. That's odd. That's all I'll say. Can I mention, because we never got into it. The, the story you're talking about after Sean Gannon was killed down the Cape, the story was the death penalty for cop killers. Yeah. And Baker's done nothing. Um, I don't think he's... Oh, he's thrown a little... little. You know. I, I forget how he has dragged his feet on this, but the Herald says we can get the story. I don't like that proposal. I don't like that idea. It's, I've never liked it. So you have the death penalty for people who kill cops. Yep. But not for people who kill store clerks or cab drivers or Uber drivers. Mm -hmm. Why? I've never understood. That. I'm, I'd like to argue with you. I don't Go ahead. Understand. Come on. Bring I it. I don't. I'm for the death penalty. But I'm for the death penalty for everything. So it's different for me. But I, yeah, I don't. I don't know why is the life of a school teacher more important to than me, a police officer? And I hate. I don't want this to be misinterpreted. It should be a more serious crime for killing a you know school teacher. Because the cops make a deal when they oh, sign no, up. I disagree with that. If you cops, kill, no, I mean, cops if you, no, no, put you, themselves you, in harm's way. No, it should be consistent. If you kill a cop, it should be the same penalties if you well, kill I'm not a talk show host I'm, or a school right, teacher. I'm not for saying me, for me, that's I would death. have the death penalty for all of them. Right. I thought you were against the death penalty after you read that book. You read a book. It was you a great book. Mind. It was a great book. The, Did about, you change the it back? Project? No, no, but I'm saying... No, but I'm fine with one one or two mistakes if you kill some bad people. It's We're fine. watching For me, not, a not slow, painful death. <laughs> right. But I'm not saying I would change the penalty. I'm just saying, to me, it's almost more tragic if you, you know, as you say, kill a, a school teacher. Because cops know what they signed up for. They're like soldiers. Right. You know, they know that they're putting themselves in harm's way. And they know occasionally they will suffer the you know ultimate tragedy. They may give their lives. Sure. You know, that's why they're, you know, that's why we consider them heroes. Right. That's why we have such respect for them. If you're just some working stiff who's working at a, you know, 7-Eleven well, and a guy comes in and kills you. What if you kill a random 12-year-old girl? Then that's bad. Right. I'd say it's worse than killing a 54-year-old man. Okay, then we agree on everything. I'm just this is you know, our show now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, I, but, I, but, I, but I, no, I, unfortunately, I agree with you on that. It's I like mean, death and taxes every year. I right, want, exactly. I want the death penalty for murderers. I don't think you should have a different level for those who kill cops. Tell me why it's worse if you kill a cop than if you kill the store clerk or, or the, the guy at the gas station. I don't know. Maybe somebody could call and tell. 617-779-7937. I guess if I was going to make the argument, it's just that. It's because they risk their lives every day. I guess that's the case. So is it more tragic when a soldier dies in combat than when a, an, when a, you know, a, a guy who's working behind no. the counter at 7-Eleven gets shot? I don't think so. And killed? No, I don't think so. And Or a guy trying to uh, deliver pizza, just trying to pay the bills? No, I think, unfortunately, politically, I think it's a, it's a good... Right. It makes po you look... Precisely. Like, I'm for the cops. I'm pro-cop. Meanwhile, they've done nothing. Like, forget, forget your argument. My argument for a second, we agree on that. They've done nothing. You know? They, and Baker knows 
that he is in a state where it's all Democrat and they don't want the death penalty. So he tap dances. He tells people but that's what they not want true. to hear. We voted for the death penalty. No, no, we no, want no, the no, death no, penalty. no, 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 not we. I'm saying the politicians, right? The people he cares about, the panderers, right? Yes. And that's who he cares about. Right. That's you know, I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. But and it would take real political courage. Yeah, he doesn't to have say it. why is a cop's life worth more than a than a pizza delivery guy's. Well, life? Charlie Baker seemed like a guy to you shown a lot of courage politically so far. No, but right. no, so not, not, many, gonna... not many politicians do. I'm not, I'm not sure who does. But if you ask that question, what would the answer be? Why would a cop's life, and, and God knows I love cops. Mm-hmm. This is a very pro-cop show. Would you agree? Over, historically? Yes. Why is a cop's life worth Especially more the boys than... in blue in Saratoga. Thank yes, you. yes. <laughs> the lives you saved. Keep them safe. Countless. Why is that cop's life worth more than the Uber driver or the pizza delivery guy or the school teacher? So my point is, I don't know. I'm, what would I, the answer I'm, be? I'm gar- oh, I'd like to hear it. I want somebody, a, a cop or some, or, you know, for whatever. Call in right now, 617-779-7937 and articulate that because I've never understood it either. Forget, I mean. And this story in the so, Herald, it was on page one, wasn't it? A couple weeks ago, we were going to do it. We never got to it. We did. We did. By Hillary Shabbat. We, we did. did. Yeah, we did. I mean, she she takes she goes right at him. She calls him politically milk toast governor. Which is what he is. He's ducking supportive lawmakers who are crafting a death penalty bill in the wake of the murder of Sean Gannon. So I think it's I think it's offensive, and I would tell Baker who's here. He's happy to show up. He's happy to show up at funerals and talk about how the, much these guys mean. But when it gets down to it, he doesn't do anything. But isn't he pro death penalty? Uh, is he? I thought he was. Has so he been, why has wouldn't he? Has he been fighting hard for it? But pushing? Probably it? not. Why? Why do you think that is? Um, he's got other things on his. Uh, he's in Massachusetts. Place. Yes, God, you just hate the guy, don't you? <laughs> I can't stand him. He's the worst. He's the worst. <laughs> but but why is that? But it's a good question. So why somebody... would it take political courage for a Republican governor to say I'm in favor of the death penalty for cop killers? I but, don't know. I, I don't. I don't doesn't know. I, seem, I don't know that. Doesn't but, seem obvious. But let's say you kill. God forbid. You know. Uh, um, uh, what was his name? Tarantino. Ron Tarantino. So he gets killed, right? Yes. And then, like I said, some guy goes up and shoots a 14-year-old girl, kills her. But by these standards, she he wouldn't get he, the death penalty? He doesn't go to the... He uh, doesn't get, he doesn't he doesn't get, get executed, fried, but, but the guy who kills Sean Gannon does. Right. Yes. And and I'm all for uh, you know executing... Um, well, in your mind, you want both of them killed. Sure. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely fine with I'm, that. That's fine. I'm pretty much on record. As is the being... delay really that long, Ken? For the, We had five. Is that really that long? It is 60 full seconds. That is incredible. Which is all your fault. How was it my fault? Because people say they're taking things off the air, they're bleeping things, and it's because of you. Because you keep swearing. Because you you're a child. You can say, I think you can say that word. <laughs> I, that, that to me is not one of the seven words. I'm all for it. But I mean, it's the same as taking a dump. What's the difference? It's a good, good point. Because a word sounds different coming out of your mouth? Yes. Yes. Well, I, I'm not... Disagreeing with God, that? You're such a puss, you and Baker, milk toast I'm, talk show host. And let let it all go. Your your sock puppet's going to pay the price. Yeah, I won't get fired. It's about time I should go. Yeah, I mean, you can go play your blackjack all day. I I don't really understand. That's what I said at the break. I said Ken's kind of the sneaky degenerate. He is a little bit talking about playing poker all day. I never let it get out of control. I have some internal governor. In yeah, that's guess. what they all say. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what's really going on underneath. By the way, I watched episode two of that Netflix documentary about the... the it's getting rave reviews. Incre- I'm telling you, you will love it. You I'm going to get to it as soon as I'm done with the uh, show safe. Oh, Christ. All right. All right. Let's uh, take some of these calls. Netflix shows. <laughs> <laughs> Ken's in a car. Hey, Ken. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Good morning. Um, the, you know, a police officer, is, it's very tragic when, the, when they're killed and, or, or, or murdered. But you never hear about... 
the construction workers, the two construction workers were killed building the wind wind tower. You don't, you, you hardly ever hear anything about that. It, you well, know, well, they weren't both murdered. Lives are important to me. Both lives are important. I would agree. If those construction workers were murdered, I would call for their murder no, to be glad, executed. I'm actually glad you brought this up, because I've thought that in the past, too. I just said, it doesn't make any sense to me. Mutt probably thinks it's more tragic when the construction workers at the Wind Casino could... Oh, far more tragic. <laughs> no, no question. And these cops who are always harassing them and oh. making them <laughs> come backwards. It's a good point. Um, so I say something perfectly... Uh, sensible, you agree, yeah. and we got nobody who disagrees with well, us? We got a bunch of calls right now. I mean, I we, know, but um, so far... To be fair, Joe, we only have four lines. <laughs> line one, what's going on? We have a part update on line yes, one? Yes, we heard it was coming in yesterday. Well, Lou the engineer failed to tell me he's on vacation this week. He's in Well, you've got your tools, right? You're an engineer. Yeah, you but can't I don't fix get a part? The part. He's okay. on vacation in California? His son's going to Stanford. You're kidding. I don't care about his son. I can't believe it. Gets Lou's son is going to Stanford? It's amazing. You have a good point about Lou. Lou never says your name. I know. It's I like strange. Him. Oh, I like Lou. As he well. doesn't talk. I know. It's he Lou. just walks by you and goes. Who? Does who? he go to the? Is he going to be at the Travelers? Who's going to be on the onsite? I think he is there? actually. Right? Is he? You know, there, there are people. Who? Good. That Matt Morell's going to be there. Who's that? Uh, the Marine. There are people. Who? He's a producer who does overnight from time to time. He's a Marine. Good him. guy. Do we know him? No, but sounds he was good on to me. once talking about uh, being I'm a pro Marine. Oh, I know him. Yes, yeah. But you ever meet someone like this? They don't say hi. Hello, how are you? They just make a noise. You walk by them, they go, whoop, whoop. That's hey. a Lou thing, yep. That's you true. go, I don't know what Luke that is. Like but a, it's sort of like almost a It's yo. kind of a friendly thing. I have no problem with it. But do you, you do it back go, or no? Yeah, I do now. I started doing it recently. Let me see. So, yep. yep. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, okay. He's know. from Nova Scotia. That kind of explains it. How does that explain it? You're so stupid. They don't say hello He's in Nova Scotia. My mom is from Kirk, Nova Scotia. Kirk's a Nova Scotia I'm half guy. Nova Scotian. I've been there. You say don't hello. Don't they say hello? Bonjour. Come too? Très, très bien. But he's from the west side. So is my mom. East side. <laughs> Lou's last name is, that's a common that's, last name there. That's what Bradford does when he sees his wife. Bang! Good. Bang! <laughs> that's breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Bang! Number two! I can't stand in my pet kicking tall poopy! Yeah. I love you, honey. Can you put your pajama mask on again? This is not uncommon. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like what's the guy's name in Goonies? Uh, Sloth? Uh, I don't know my like. Goonies. That's what he sounds like. Kevin's in Hyde Park. Hey, Kevin. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Kevin. Uh, Kirk, I never thought I'd say this, but I think I agree with you more now than Jerry. Well, it happens. Yeah, well, I thought we agreed we on had, this. Kevin, we actually agree on this, though, Jerry and I. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I know. But Jerry's just, you know, uh, guy, listen, you know, here's the thing. They're out there every day. They know, yes, they sign up for it. But when they're on the front line like that, you know, you got to remember that they're taking their life in their hand every single day. No question. I, I agree, Kevin. And, I, and so let's just say that, you know, an officer like Officer Tarantino is killed, okay? Uh, why should the penalty for that be any different than a 14-year-old girl somewhere, some guy comes up and shoots her in the head, she dies? Oh, why should that oh. guy go to jail for the rest of his life while the, while the scumbag who killed the cop gets murdered? I, I don't, I, that I don't understand. I don't think Jerry does either. No, 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 you've changed it a little bit. But no, I don't, I don't think, do we? Exactly. So. No, no, I mean, the, 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 the example you've changed, the 14-year-old, yeah, of course, I've got kids from 11 to 26, so uh, the point about it is, I don't think any, everyone's life matters, of course. We've gone through this thing with, you know, from, from three, five years ago, whatever it is, all the way up to now, 
all lives matter, of course. But, you know, when, when you're out there, you know, they're, they're the authority, they're the law. They are a so, again, so why, why, why would you execute their killer, but not the guy who kills the pizza delivery man? Oh, I would execute them all. Good. Uh, no we're on the same we all page. Agree. All right, thanks. Let's take William here and then... Uh, uh, I knew I knew we were all going to agree on this. <clears throat> but it, it's never... No one ever asked that question. We got the front page story in the Herald. There's a couple sidebars, and they're questioning uh, the political courage of the governor. Right. If the governor stood up and said, I want everyone executed, would that be wrong? I mean, he's a Republican. <clears throat> I guess you could make the argument, though I don't agree... That it's somehow this detriment if if it becomes a death penalty for the people. Deterrent. The deterrent. They won't kill cops. We know that's not the case. It's like, it's <laughs> you like, think you think that Latanovich no, who was hiding but, in the attic? But that's what said. Oh wait, this is a cop. That's my point. I like, better not. It's like, shoot. it's like saying just say no. Like it's just pretend. It's not going to do anything. Oh, uh, William is down in Rhode Island. Hi, William. How are you, sir? Very good. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? Uh, yeah. The point that you asked the question, why are cops' lives uh, more important? Why are they going to execute someone who would kill a cop? More why did we, to be fair, William, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even really. I don't think, I don't think their lives are more important than anyone else's. My question is, why is the penalty different? It's we come to work every day, and in the back of our minds, it's what we signed up for. And in the back of our minds, we don't know if we're going home there at the end of the day. Sure. Well, well, well technically, neither. Technically, the guy delivering pizzas in a bad neighborhood. He doesn't either. He signed up for that too. He realizes the uh, the uh, dangers that he's in, also. But across the board, every policeman that puts uh, raises the right hand takes that, understands that as part of his job and as part of his life. And that's it's what we signed up for. It's I understand. So why why would we execute someone who kills a cop and not someone who kills? Average citizen. Well, I believe in capital punishment across the board, also. So I think we all agree. I mean, yeah, yeah. Guess it's not that you know, polarizing. Well, I, a, an I issue. think it's just thanks, William. I appreciate it, but I think it, I think it's uh, I do appreciate it. I think it's it somewhat feels sort of scary to even broach right. it, but it's not. No, you know what it is? It sounds good. It's just this. Oh, it's like, a great. It's a great uh, feel good thing. Oh, you know, especially when the cops just get when when John Gannon gets killed the next day, uh, execute the son of a bitch. Right. But I feel that way when the, an Uber driver gets killed. I say execute that son of a bitch. But you know, Zarniev should die be and, and by this because he killed uh Sean Collier, but not because he killed Mark. Well, that's a good question. I mean, it doesn't really. I don't understand. I've never understood that. Well, I guess we can all agree on him. He should be executed. No, no matter I, what. Well, I know, but I'm just saying. Except if, the globe. I feel like you're either for the death penalty or you're not. I just I, don't I understand, understand both sides. But sure, I understand both sides. I don't understand this silly compromise. It's a way to be tough on crime, but really not that tough. We'll execute cop killers, but not. Every other kind of killer. Right. So if you don't kill a cop, let's say you kill a cop's wife, you're not going to jail. You're not going to get killed, right? Kill his whole family, but yeah, not him. Yeah, not him. You're not gonna, you're, yes. Or you kill like a, a an EMT or a fireman or, you know, uh, or you kill, a, yeah, well, again, I mean, a store clerk. I don't get it. They, they, if you're a store clerk, in the third shift at 7-Eleven in a really bad pretty neighborhood, scary. that's a pretty scary existence. Yes, I'd agree. Let's, can we take Tom here before Jeff Van Gundy? We're going to move headlines later? Yep. All right. Take Tom here. Let's go to Tom in the car. Hey, Tom. Uh, hey guys, hey Minahan, I'm yes. going to call you out on this. Uh, yeah, I want to see. I, I saw the note. Let me hear this. Okay, so it was several months ago. You went on some kind of tirade about how it is that it was outrageous. I can't remember if it was Felger or Maz 
about them saying that it was soft for somebody who has a substance abuse issue. That was felt. Yeah, they kind of they both said. That, I think Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now all of a sudden the Trini comes out and she admits that she's got a bona fide anxiety disorder. You want to make fun of her? No, 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 no. Tommy, get Tommy, get listen to the whole picture. I, I said, I said, if she has a legitimate issue and she doesn't want to do the show anymore, that's fine. I have no problem with that. I understand that. But she can't be that person and then invite phone calls to make fun of David Price's issue. That's the inconsistency. I, no, she, no, no, that's, that's not. That's exactly all. what I said. And, and if she doesn't want to do the show anymore because of her medical issue, that, again, I don't. If, if people don't want to do the show, I don't want them here. I have no issue. With none. Yeah. Well, what you did is you made fun of the woman because she was soft, and that was wrong. Well, did you hear her make you fun of? Did you hear? Did you? Did you, did you hear would, make, would you say if she's just? If you're making fun of, I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not apologetic. I'm not apologetic. I'm not apologetic at all, Tom. I'm not apologetic at all. I, I've, Trini has legitimate medical issues. She wants to bang out. That's fine. But she then criticized David Price and said she wants. We can play the sound right now. Let's yeah, play but what if quick. Price? What if you're just making fun of allergies or his uh, whatever the the thing, the finger tingly fingers, and it's not really a mental illness? But, what, but wouldn't, that, I, wouldn't that be your defense? I, I guess, but I, that's not what I heard. Let me hear it. It's totally cool just to call in and like make fun of him and his puffy eyes. Make and fun his of dog him and, and his puffy eyes. Unburden yourself. Yes, does that sound yes, like somebody who's is that consistent to you? No, but that's not okay. a mental illness. To make fun of him, she said, and his puffy eyes. She that make fun is, of him. Uh, puffy eye shaming. With make, make, no, she says make fun of him. Just call him and make fun of him. So we. I mean, by the way, I have no problem with that. Of course, but if you're making fun of Trenny's hips, that's one thing. But making fun of a mental illness would be another. Wouldn't no, it? no, I don't know if she wants either one. Probably right. Like we can, uh, we can make fun of the way we look. We can make fun of the way Mutt looks, and the way Gary looks, and the way Alex looks, and Tomasi. But Trenny, you can't do anything. The no. TV really blows your hips out. Not with Trenny or never. Any, no. Anyone else? Everyone else is in play. All right. Uh, Jeff Van Gundy, by the way, who's calling the game tonight, correct? That is correct. With, uh, Mike Breen will join us next. A lot of thunderous dunks here in the opening period. I don't know about this, but Rihanna just walked in front of me. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What a play. <laughs> All right, it's calling the game tonight uh, with Mike Breen and Mark Jackson. Jeff Van Gundy, who picked the Celtics in five games. I'm guessing Jeff is still sticking with that pick after game one. proof of that, by the way? Well, we heard him say it during the game. I know, but that's because they were up by 30. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Did you, did you, did you, were you on the record before the series started? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I don't even think it's close. I, I was shocked reading everybody's comments about the undermanned Celtics. I mean, they're much more talented than Cleveland, other than James, every other matchup goes, you know, the Celtics way. And I think they're very, very equipped to guarding James. You know, he's going to play well, but he's going to have to be dominant for them to win the series. And I just think uh, Boston, the way their roster is built, the way they remade their roster, um, I I just don't see him being able to do that because of their size and length. I guess what's so surprising about it is that, you know, when you look at, and I put James right up there with those guys, not a lot of the series that Jordan lost in five games or Bird or Magic, especially the teams that were missing their two best players. It's just, when you look at it on the surface, it doesn't seem like it makes sense. Well, listen, they won 55 games without Gordon Hayward, right? And yeah. they won 55 games with Kyrie Irving missing, what, 20-some games. Yep. I mean, this is... I, I, I'm surprised everybody's surprised. I just, I don't know what they think they were watching. Like, are they watching the games? Because when you watch 
Tatum and Brown and Rozier, um, you're seeing very, very talented players. Whether I don't care how young they are, they're very, very talented and they're very good and um, they fit together well. Uh, I think their roster construction has been, um, you know, really well done by Danny Ainge. They're very well coached. I just don't see that. Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't think Cleveland. And I also think Cleveland's not that good. You know, so I mean, I, I think Boston's really good. I think Cleveland has James, and they have some good players. But they didn't play that well all year. Uh, they did have the, to me, what was a shocking sweep of Toronto. Um, but they could have been out in the first round, and uh, to their credit, they made it through. Well, um, they are indeed, you know, talented guys. But so are Ben Simmons, you know, Joel Embiid. So was Giannis. I mean, do you think? Are you surprised at all at their ability to do it under this kind of pressure, under this kind of spotlight, Jeff? No, again, they won fifty-five games this year. Yeah, but that's you a regular season. The, yeah, but I think I think the media. They try to make it out to be so much different. Uh, it's not that different. The games are played very similarly now. Uh, they were they were an outstanding team all year. I just think it, it it bodes well for the Celtics. I mean, like you said, Irving and Hayward are out. When they come back, you know, they're talking about being a dominant team. And the Sixers series, like you said, they won in five games, but that was a that was a terrific series. Uh, you know, they won one game in overtime. They won a game they were down 22 in. Uh, they won a game uh, by two in the clincher. So that was a highly competitive, very close series. Um, that could have easily gone seven games. It could have easily gone the other way. But I give the Celtics a lot of credit for pulling it out. You know, tough, hard-fought games other than game one. They found a way to get the job done. I assume you think uh, Brad Stevens is a pretty good coach, correct? Great. What what makes him great in your mind specifically? What does Jeff Van Gundy appreciate the most about Stevens? Well, not. I don't think what everybody, everybody talks about after timeout plays and stuff like that. Right. You know that's that's a that's a part, but a, a, a smaller part. Uh, I like his uh, humility. Number one. Uh, I think uh, he's got incredible humility with all the success he's had since he's been a head coach, both at Butler and with the Celtics. I, I like his demeanor. I think he's got the right uh, poise and intensity. Uh, I, I just I like all those. I think he's very, very smart basketball-wise, pragmatic. I mean, I think this guy's a great basketball coach without question, uh, but I love the way he handles being a great basketball coach more than him being a great basketball coach. Do you give the Celtics, and, and you're picking them to win the series, and, and, and obviously a lot, I wouldn't be surprised if they win the series. Do you give them any, we'll play it out, do you give them any chance at all if they get past Cleveland, any chance at all against what I assume anyway will be Golden State? Well, I don't want to jump to that conclusion of Golden State, but yes, I would give them a, a chance. Now, you know, would you say they're the favorite? No, but I think, again, they match up well. They're big. People don't realize how big and uh, long and athletic they are. They have guys against teams who switch a lot, like Jason Tatum. He can get his own shot. Um, now, I think that's where they're going to miss Irving uh, because 
it's a lot more difficult to switch screen uh, pick and roll actions uh, when Irving's involved. Trying to put a big on Irving, uh, even a mobile big like a Draymond Green or a Clint Capella with Kyrie Irving, that's a lot more challenging. So uh, they're certainly going to miss him. And this series is far from over. I'm not trying to say the Cleveland series is over. I just don't. I think James is going to have to be better than he's ever been because I think this is his the worst team he's played with in a, in a conference finals since his first uh, finals team, I think it was back in 2007. Right. Who did you pick in the West? Did you pick Golden State? No, I, I had Houston. Do you? Barely. Yeah, I, mean, I did. I mean, it's hard to pick against Golden State. I, I did believe that Houston's uh, hunger might trump Golden State's talent. But uh, if I want to do over, um, after watching that game last night, I might want to do over. I, I, I maintain that, that you know Kevin Durant ruined everything. I mean, you watch and you say, this would be a pretty good series if you know Durant weren't so you know just so comfortable. It just looks... It's almost unfair. I can't imagine the Celtics or the Cavs, for that matter, are going to even go, you know, seven games against Golden State. Well, I think the Celtics have a much better chance to to push whoever it is. Uh, and, you know, Golden State, I mean, they're just so much more talented than every other team, right? So their t- level of talent, uh, you know, they start from 10, 12 points ahead every night. Uh, with that level of talent. Now, I think the Celtics in the next couple of years will be will have that same advantage. I think they're going to be that dominant of a team uh, if they're able to re-sign and keep you know their players uh, who may be up for free agency. Uh, so I'm interested to see how their roster develops. But you're right, like Golden State is just they're just with that Durant signing. I don't know if it ruined basketball, but it, yes, it, it certainly hurt the competitive balance uh, where there's just not that many compelling games or series. What, at what point will you say LeBron's better than Jordan? Uh, well, I think it's two different arguments. Uh, I think the first argument would be, has he had a better career than Jordan? And the second argument would be, in one game, if you were playing for it all, who would you take? Right, so I think they're two different arguments, and I always try to say to people that uh, the problem with comparing and contrasting players is comparison is the thief of joy. In that, when you say, "Hey, I would take," let's say Jordan, then somehow that's a negative on James. Or if you do it the other way, if you pick James, then somehow that's looked upon negatively upon Jordan. And I, I just. Listen, if I had the second pick and you had first pick, whoever you pick, I'm happy with number two. So um, I think when 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 James's career is over, I don't think he'll take, from a career standpoint, I don't think he's going to take a backseat to anyone who's ever played. All right, he's calling the game tonight, ESPN. Uh, Jeff Van Gundy, we'll, uh, we'll talk you down the line. Thanks so ABC? much. No, ABC. No, it's ESPN tonight. Is it game two? Which one is it? I think it's ESPN tonight. Is it ESPN tonight, Jeff? We don't know. You're asking me? We should, <laughs> I, mean, I have no idea. You have no idea think, at all? I think, I, think, I think it's ESPN. but I would like, think I during the week wrong. it's on ESPN, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, but I, I have no clue. So, hey, if you don't see it on one channel, turn to the we'll, other We'll flip one. to the other <laughs> one. All right, Jeff, we'll yeah, talk exactly. to you soon. Thanks a lot. All right, take care. All right, there you go. Jeff Van Gundy. I, I, I it is ESPN. Game 2 has to be ESPN. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. ABC during the week? 
I don't Disney know. Survivor tonight. Oh, that's right. Is it season finale? Does he die? We like Jeff. We like having him on. What makes Brad Stevens a great coach is his what? Humility. Humility. And he doesn't know his better yet between LeBron and Jordan. But I knew I knew it wouldn't be his adjustments or his out of, out of uh, timeout calls. Humility? I just didn't know what it would be. This is the freaking huge brain he has. He's a I would smart say, guy. Like, he's really smart. Yes. And he gets guys to... Well, Believe he's not dissimilar to that early, that 0-1 Patriot team. It is exactly that. It once, all these guys who, works. who buy into it. Yes. That's, once now, they I, see now, I don't know what that, I think that's also an Ainge thing as well, though. Ainge? Yeah, I think, I think Ainge is a smart guy who hired right. a smart guy. And I, I, I think it's Ainge a good question, and I know we're not the only ones to ask it. Who deserves Ainge. more credit, Ainge or Stevens? Not even a conversation. It's Ainge. Yes, it is a conversation. It's not. It's not a conversation we have to have, is it? <laughs> okay. Have I suffered enough in the last uh, 10 minutes? No. No. All right. 617 still like him. Who? And Gundy. That was a good spot? No, but I like him because okay. I don't think if he just spewed cliches with a lot of energy. No, I, I like him too. I actually, you would be like I really no, disgusted. I have no problem with Van Gundy. And it was what, eight minutes? Nine minutes, not bad. Perfect. No issue with that. None. We can have mine again see, in the finals. You, see, you could do this. You could do this. Once a month. Once a book. How's that? <laughs> oh, no. Every day. All <laughs> I, day. I, definitely every day. Not, I definitely am not physically built to do that. Although it is interesting that he gives the Celtics a real sh- live shot against Golden State. Do you believe it or is that... TV talk is that? Oh, I know. He, I'll give him credit, and he mean, doesn't. He, he I, tell he's you, but, seen a lot more Golden State than you or I have. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I can't pretend to know the matchups and how perfect they are for the Celtics. Now, the Celtics have always played Golden State well, but I don't think in the seven. Who covers Durant? Like again, can you remind me? Probably be Morris. And when he kicks it to Clay Thompson, that's not the same as kicking it to no, uh, you know, uh, Rodney Hood. It is not. No, they they will lose that series. And I know we picked Houston. I can't imagine. Picking Houston win that series. Not now. Uh, but ever, before the series started, I would never pick Houston over Golden State, ever. I guess so. No, they're not. Was I think he mean? lives in Houston. Yeah, I mean, he used to oh, coach true. Houston. He lives in Houston. You think, you think like, Clay they're Thompson hungry. doesn't want to win another championship? Of course he does, but I think Harden wants it more, which I is don't. not a good thing. Not necessarily. I think there's more pressure on Harden than on anybody. I don't know. I'm with Van Gundy, and that's all me. Like that, I, I, the young guys play well in February. I don't know how much different it is in June or May. I don't. I think when your guy has no title, when Harden finishes his career with no titles, correct? So you think Barkley wanted to beat Jordan more than Jordan wanted to win? Yes. Nine? I don't. I think I do. these guys want to win. And right? I don't think that's always a good thing. All right. Six I mean, one. They, they look oh. like they were playing loose and free last night, the, the, the Warriors, you know? Yeah, because they're great. They're great. They're great. And they're, and the first time they won, they blew and they through and they won. they have less pressure on them than Harden well, does. Well, what was the issue the first time? They won. I mean, there was the pressure then. The, I mean, that's there's my, other factors. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We'll be right back. It's time once again for headlines. One of the more incisive analysts as we wind our way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. In fact, the one analyst we really wanted to talk to today, former goaltending great Darren Pang. Panger, good morning. How are you? Jerry and John in Boston. Jerry and John, good to talk to you this morning. And uh, goaltending great's taking this a little bit too far, my friend. <laughs> You're exactly the guy I want to talk to today. Tell us what's going on in Luongo's head this morning, last night, after the game, and getting ready for game four tonight. Is there Are there some cobwebs of doubt in there? Darren, it's our understanding that uh, he could have come out if he wanted. Uh, Vigneault said he asked Luongo if he wanted to come out. He didn't want to come out. Is that is that normal protocol? D- did you ever get asked by a coach before you got pulled on a bad game? And 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 is it is it the right way to do it? It's time for Curtis, Kirk, and Callahan's headlines. You're done. You had the follow. It was like a deal. You had follow up within the questions. Good, damn good question. Really good question for Panger. For Panger, one of the goaltending greats. <laughs> I think the best goaltenders ever. Dryden, uh, Brodeur, Pang. I think incisive. 
Hmm. Can you play that uh, conversation with Kirk and General Oil? Oh, just, no. See, see he just no, can't. We're not he, calls me, see, he calls me sensitive. <laughs> he just can't take it. The most sensitive guy in the business. And my point was not playing with all that. Play I, that conversation with Kirk and uh, General Oil. Go ahead, Sock. Go ahead. Unrelated. He just looks right at you. Goes, am I allowed Why to? Why can't you just be open your own criticism? I am. I mean, in your world, you were co-host of that show. You have more guests than anybody. Not than anybody. Yeah, plenty, plenty of guests. My you point was proven. Touch and rich. My point was proven in the last segment. Uh, headlines brought to you by Dr. Robert Leonard, Your idea. Dr. Matthew Lepresti to prove a point. The hair doctors of Brian Scalabrini, who Jerry wants to have on tomorrow at one eight hundred Get Hair. Headlines. Headlines for now is hosted by Chris Curtis. So there is some talk. He's going to get pulled from those duties here soon. Really? Yes. Well, he said on. You said you, Jerry doesn't want you to do headlines, right? That's correct. Yes. Do you feel that way? I never said that today. I don't know. Probably. He's terrible I said, at it. I, I want you to do it. Because, Why can't you do it? Because yeah. this is your job. No, it's not. This it used is. to be my job. Right. And yeah. you were good at it. Well, I was. I don't, I don't, I'd don't. rather have the show not be as good, not to do headlines. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. All right. Breaking news out of the UK. Meghan Markle's father will not be attending the <sighs> royal Ooh, wedding. That's not I good. bet. I bet a couple of quid that he would, so I lose. <laughs> He's well, in deep trouble. For selling pictures of himself getting ready for the wedding. What? God, that's insane. What? Thomas Markle tells what? TMZ he He's met- got like a truck driver or something? What yes, he's a, he's big, a handsome fat guy. Did he have like a heart attack? Or- is this he right had guy? a heart attack, yes. Okay. And he made a deal with a company for $50,000 to get pictures of him preparing the for the wedding. What's wrong with that? Should she begrudge him that? And, these, and this loser family it's is like, upset. It's like this? Rocky letting, you know, putting the meatpacking thing on his robe. Yeah, Paulie got three grand, favor, he got the robe. Yeah. Doing a favor for a friend. But why is that, like, so these people who steal money from the, from citizens anyway are upset about this? Yes. The I, pictures I, I, are I, stupid I don't, and I don't, hammy. I don't like Meghan Markle. Don't like her. I love her. I don't. So she, she's wasn't married, her idea. She's marrying this creep. She's being this, she's treating her dad like this. I don't like her. I don't like her. This one makes a mistake. My man Harry should marry somebody else. Some big She's mistake. older than he is, too. That's also funny. that. He should go, he should marry somebody else and just get, get, he's, get away from the family. Go live somewhere else. Well, he thinks he is stepping out. She's half stepping out. African-American. I just saw over the weekend. They had you think that, the Queen's happy about the that? The Queen had to sign something. She the, wanted him to marry his cousin. He <laughs> said no. <laughs> the Queen had to sign away something to, to sign off on the wedding. Like, legally, has to sign something. Can you imagine your goddamn grandmother has to sign the document? <laughs> this, this lunatic? It's insane behavior. It's honestly nuts. Go ahead. American Airlines has, oh, okay. changed, has changed its policy regarding comfort animals on planes. Oh, this is a good oh. one. Good story. No, mo- no more iguanas, Kirk. You can't bring your comfort iguana. That's not good. Oh, pit bulls. Oh, that's okay. They're taking pit bull calls next? <laughs> Go ahead. They are banning insects, hedgehogs, and goats. <laughs> insects? Wait a minute. What? I thought it was reptiles. So now you can't insects? Even, no incest is allowed on planes anymore? Yes. That's not good for the, Except for the family. royal family. They're fine. <laughs> American Airlines says they respect the rights of their customers who have... Uh, disabilities to travel with legitimate comfort animals, but that what's this an insect? Is, I mean, I know what insect means. What are we talking about? Like what? A comfort insect? Type of like an ant? This is CNN. Like a, a comfort insect? What does that mean? Uh, what does that mean? Like comfort a, insect? Like a dragonfly? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> how could an insect ever comfort someone? Well, how could just the opposite? How could anything comfort? I mean, really? Miniature horses, meanwhile, remain okay on the planes as long as they're properly what? trained as service <laughs> animals. I swear to God, this See, is in the CNN all these, story. Most of these are frauds anyway, like Curtis. Right. He gets that vest for Pudgy. He bought it online for yes. like 20 bucks. Pudgy's right. a real comfort Just so animal. he can bring... The dog unplaced. Say a miniature horse helps my anxiety. That's what it says. Can you imagine being in row twelve on American Airlines. You're flying to horse. you're flying to friggin' Paris, or whatever. You've an eight hour flight, and somebody rolls in with a miniature horse next to you. <laughs> That's better than an insect. The picture by the insect is the praying mantis. So, oh is Jesus! It, so a comforting praying mantis who helps Correct. you. 
Additionally, American Airlines says that some animals are off limits now because they pose a safety or public health risk. Public health risk that includes not only insects, goats, and hedgehogs, but also ferrets, spiders, and non-household birds like chickens and hawks. Unclean animals. <laughs> chickens and hawks. You, or, you, used, you used to be able to bring a hawk on a plane. Sounds awesome. <laughs> That's not possible. <laughs> We've seen a picture of that. No one's done that. I've, I've, seen, a I've seen the picture of the chicken. A There's a picture of a woman with her comfort chicken. A picture of a yeah. I said yes. I've seen, I've seen that. that. But a hawk. A hawk is like, like they, they vicious. Aren't they they? fly around like flying your. What are those things called? The trainers, whatever they're, you know, the, 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 what's the name of the bird that they can fly into the Falcon? bird? Falcon? Yeah, Falcon. Falconry, right? Yeah. So they're going to do like on the plane? I guess. Never heard of such in a row thing. row 11, somebody, you're trying to read your book and there's a hawk next to you? Oh, this is, it comforts me. The Where's number it? of Americans traveling with cut, with uh, support dogs or uh, animals grew by 40% yeah, in the because last year. like you. frauds like you. I mean, Pudge is welcome. He's a great asset to any plane he's on. How does Pudgy help you in your flight? He's, he, he relaxes me. He soothes me. <laughs> And the, bring him the in flight the attendants love Pudge. Why don't you bring him in here? Because Ken's allergic. Soothes me. You really, you really think I'd let you bring your dog in here to do the show? Ken's not allergic. He just said that. No, I Patty would, O brought his dog in one night. I was dead the next I would morning. kill that. I would honestly kill your dog if you brought him in. You would home. love Pudge. I would not. Go ahead. All right. A guard with a huge, stinky man part oh, was geez. found guilty of abusing inmates. Oh, I saw the story. Yeah, this is a little weird. Go ahead. Go ahead. I like this. The lead in the New York Post. Now he's facing a long, hard stretch behind bars. Do you have any more specifics to the story, Chris? Yes, I'm just trying not to laugh. I have a small penis. A jury found correction officer, uh, Lieutenant Perez, guilty on 23 counts for forcing four women in the Metropolitan Detention Center to perform oral sex on him. Oh, God. He faces life behind bars. The women recognized him by... um, the description of his uh, member and the odor. Part, yeah. It was disgusting and big. It's <laughs> like you were a couple of years ago. <laughs> and groped her lady part. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly is in talks to return to cable news. So his actual sort part of. smelled? Yes, horribly. Why didn't he wash? How difficult is that? If you're, in, I mean, the other parts didn't smell? Don't you wash it? Well, yeah, but I think just being in the shower, it kind of, you know, doesn't stuff just fall down on it? I guess. Maybe it was so big he couldn't get it all. One testified in court saying that it smelled like he oh, didn't Come on, let's walk. go to Bill O'Reilly. No, I want to hear this. What, 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 I don't want to hear it. I do. It's disgusting. It, I had to sit through Van Gundy. Give me this. It had a smell like he didn't wash or take a shower. Oh, it was Jesus. a strong, <laughs> disgusting <Christ>. smell. <laughs> she smelled like roses. It's like his comfort reptile. <laughs> she, thank God they didn't have to go around the other side. Jesus. Oh. Guy, what, what, O'Reilly's not really on cable. No, no, I would say this is not, no. Newsmax TV News is in Max talks TV. with Bill O'Reilly. Perfect, perfect. Interesting How do you get that, that? they're cars on Newsmax TV. I don't even know how to find it. I have it. It's like you 616 do? on mine or something. Yeah, you Comcast? Uh, Verizon. It's on Fios. Yeah, uh, I have it. It's like right it's right around Fox and all those channels. Really? It's all know. all it is all day is these guys like Howie and the camera's about this far away from them. You know the whole thing. Can we get on there? <laughs> we should. It's it's not it's not the best television viewing, but I do watch Howie on it sometimes. They're also going after Greta, which I thought she was trying to get away from Bill. Well, They're you, working on getting Greta and Bill O'Reilly onto a Newsmax. Sitting on his lap. I think she's. I think she's safe. What else? All right, and we have yeah, right. Aziz Ansari returned to stand up, fresh, fresh off of his. Oh, that's um, right. He was part of the whole Me Too movement. Me Too right. movement. That was. Got, remember that girl with that really long weird. He gets swept up in it. I'm going to defend Aziz. He's odd though. That's an odd story. Remember the, the yes. Yes. Go ahead. Well, his new life now is he has to show up unannounced at the Comedy Cellar in Manhattan, and uh, he was booed off the stage, according to one of the tweeters who was there. So, really? Not happy to see him back there. 
And my favorite actor, This Is Us star Justin Hartley, claims he was sexually harassed. Justin Hartley is opening up about a scary interaction he had with the fan because... Is it time for me to take over headlines? We should have no? quit on the cover are we, are, we, are, we, are we there yet? Justin, no, we don't even know who that is. That, is that the good-looking guy in the show? Yes. Yeah, some girl kissed him, and he said if he kissed her, he'd be in prison. Yes. I read that story. Right. That's true, but that's also just part of life. how it works. You're a celebrity, you're a good-looking guy, and some girl wanted to kiss you on your cheek, right? Is that what happened? That's correct. Is it that difficult? What if it was that fat chick from This Is Us? <laughs> Jeez. And um, the final night, she was like, we had a uh, camp night, campfire and like whatever, and she like took me to the spot and was kind of not leaving me alone, but that was about it. <laughs> That was the beginning of the Me Too movement. That right was. There. That, to yeah. me, is the most horrifying Me Too story I've heard so far. <laughs> it is. Ashley Judd, take a back seat. Rose McGowan, sorry. sorry. We've got a winner. Uh, uh, Heather Unruh's son, nope. Chris Curtis, a uh, camp counselor, took him Falling to his seat. Him around. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm guessing his parents said you might want to follow him around all week. <laughs> Please. Please. He slipped to $20. Chris Curtis could get... Was that in the woods? Uh, yeah, very yeah, that, much in that the could, woods. That could be an issue. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> can we play that? Can we play a commercial too at some yes, point? Yes, we'll get right, to okay. Rob. Um, people want to hear this. This Waken One Eighty commercial is a huge hit, massive hit. They Waken One Eighty people must be very happy. They should be. First of all, we gave them a lot of free publicity yesterday. We love lo, Rob. Looks fantastic. Thanks to Waken One Eighty. Uh, there's a commercial that's running on our very air right now. We played some of it toward the end of the show yesterday. We'll play some sound of it when we get back here to start hour three with Kirk and Callahan. Which is next.